All right, is everyone ready? Is everyone ready, ready to dive into this? What are we talking about today? Um, so we've got Big Dave coming on. Uh-huh. Uh, Big Dave is going to be our uh, our token guest. For those of you who don't know, Big Dave uh, was originally our manny, which is our male nanny, and then he turned into being uh, working on the tours with my dad. Uh, and then and he became dad's manny. Then he became dad's manny. Yes, he's no good at changing out old diapers, though. <laughs> <laughs> but does he warm up your milk nicely? Yes. Okay, that's good. He puts the Vaseline in my crush as well. Oh, Dad. Uh, which is the best part of it. He just, you don't want to get the chafing <laughs> around the gooch. So anyway, welcome. All members are present and accounted for. Oh, yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. You can hear Dad's heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all right, I'm getting a diaper change. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, how's everyone's week been? What's been going on? It's been a- what, what has been going on? What has been going on this week? Uh, you came back home. I came back from London on Monday afternoon. What was going on in London? Doing the X Factor. How's it's, that been going, by the way? It's been going really, really good. And and my group of girls, I've got the young girls this year. She's got this singer, which is she's like unbelievable. Yeah, she she's really uh, she Grace. writes. Oh, Grace. Grace. She writes. <laughs> she, uh, Grace. Yeah. Jacks. Uh, she Jacks writes her own. Her. She writes her own songs. Are we met her? I, Jack, I, I voted her, her off. You, the truth is, I think that she is so unbelievably talented and a phenomenal songwriter. I don't think her career path of success should be on X Factor. I think that she could, there's somebody else who would be better suited for that because no matter what, that girl's going to be a star. No matter what. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm a star. What, what, what are you saying? I'm okay, saying so that wait, that... let's back up a little bit. Let's contextualize this. There's a girl named Grace who is on the X Factor in my mum's category. In England, X Factor is still a big hit. Um, Mom is a judge on it. Anyway, she's doing really well on the show, and there we go. So hopefully, you know, she'll make. She her writes. Name. Good, she writes good songs. She's a brilliant songwriter. Brilliant. I mean, I, 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 when when I was down there with you the other day with you, um, I, 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 you feel that you've know you heard the song before. I know, but it's a new song. Yeah. She's very talented. Kelly, did you? So Kelly and I, we were brought on as guest judges when mum was doing the judges house, which on X Factor, they bring, judges bring their people from their category to their quote unquote house. But now or she's a like destination a, around the world. Yes. And it's the last six in my category and I have to cull it to three. So Kelly and I came and helped mum cull it to three and we were on the episode of X Factor. Did you happen to read the internet when that episode aired? We got so slated for being on X Factor. Oh, I Why? People were just talking so much shit. I had, let me tell you something. I've had more number ones than some of the past judges in England. Well, I can tell you. So... This is true. In NME, mm-hmm. when they saw the show, they wrote, this is why the Osbournes should go back together and we need more of the Osbournes. And they wrote this great article on that we should get back together and how good they thought it was. But that's why we're doing the podcast, so we don't have to do it. I with... know, but I'm just telling you. So <laughs> not everybody uh, It's what we do. Well, no, but there, it was just funny because everyone was like, why the fuck are Jack and Kelly on here? They're not judges. What are they? It was just funny. I don't know. Well, I bet you the people saying that were probably 15. So they weren't really. No, there were some old. There were some old people. I clicked on. I, I I went deep and clicked on some profiles. Why did you even look at that? I don't. Sometimes I hate myself and have to just have, <laughs> just get reaffirmed that other people hate me too. So just so I can, you know. But I like, see, I'm right. Do you know what though? It's like no matter what, I get people saying, you know, like why why is she a judge? And then I go back and I say, listen, Fuck you. you know, if you weren't you're living in this industry for for 
you know, 50 years, give me a call. Stay mm. in your fucking lane, bitch. And that's what oh, I Oh, yes, mom, taking it to Mike the streets. Drop. That's what I do. <laughs> I got that from Cheryl, so I know what to say to people. Cheryl. 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 Cheryl keeps mom hip with the kids on the street. Cheryl came to the first Cheryl. episode Who's of Cheryl? X Factor. It's Cheryl Underwood, and she is a brilliant, brilliant stand-up comic that's she's been the doing best. the circuit she's for the, years. She's the funniest woman. She, she'll, she'll say something, and you suddenly go, oh, did I just hear that? She, I mean, she's really clever. She is. We should get her to do we this. We should. She's we should absolutely brilliant. have her come on. Next week, Cheryl. We can have Cheryl come next week. And she's also, I say, she's a brilliant stand-up comic. She writes her own material. Very well-educated, veteran. Yeah veteran and she's, she's on the she's tour a, yeah. too um so wait how was it in england with x factor it was really good it was nice to go back because the first week we didn't have simon because he he was sick but he's better Poor he's simon. back on the show i know so I wait know. what happened to him he fell he it was like at seven thirty in the morning and he he fell and you know he had terrible concussion oh did he you were in the safety tree did he slip in the shower no, no, he was down. Jack, have you ever seen the staircase at his house? No. It is the... I am terrified to go up it or down it. It is like the, the slippiest marble steps with like this really shiny glass handrail. Um, and he fell down. I, I, it's a wonder that no one's ever fallen down those stairs. So, so Colin them three steps in that house. We said, I'm Beverly. Someone would take a bath and you know. Yeah, <laughs> bomb. Wow, that sucks. Well, I'm glad he's... Glad he's, he's making it. He's back a... and he's great and the show's doing really great and, you know, it's it's good. The only the only thing I think is wrong is too much going on. What do you mean? I mean, the lights, the flashes, the, you can't see the artist. Yeah, Daddy thinks there's too much production going on for each artist. Well, I she... think it's because it's in England and the country's smaller and due to the fact that, like, it's been going on for so long, they've got to take away from some of them being actually quite shit singers, so they put Yeah, but, but it's in. a talent cause it's not a light show. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, like I mean, I mean, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I, I like it, but then you go, where, where's the singer or the person? I know. Um, do you like being a judge on X Factor? I love being a judge on X Factor. I love it. Uh, I've been going back and forth on the show for fourteen years, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, I love the people I work with, and I like the show. Mm-hmm. But you just love being. You love being on TV, don't you? you just- <laughs> <laughs> you love being, they're doing that TV stuff. It's not a fact of being on TV. No, I mean, I mean you like that work. You, I you... do. I do. I enjoy it very much. It's rewarding. It's Ooh. a really fun I mean, show but... to be on, and Mum's really good friends with all the other judges. And it's just like you get, like, what I couldn't, like, Mum, you're so lucky. You have two of the best jobs in the world. You're on the talk with the most incredible women, and you're on X Factor with Simon Cowell, Nicole Scherzinger. Louis Walsh, and you guys all have the best time. You've all become such good friends. Yeah, we uh, we have, and I am lucky. I mean, I'm blessed to do such, you know, have two great shows to work on. <laughs> oh, anyhow, Dad, how was your week? I can't remember what I did. Ozfest? I did the Ozfest, and I wasn't really good, happy with the show because it was, it was, it was bitterly cold up on that stage. Yeah. You went from being the sun to like, Antarctica and... I couldn't get warmed up, you know. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely cold, but I tell you, it was a good show nonetheless. But tell tell everybody what you wanted to do. Oh, I, you know, I, when I came back from the break, 
I was I was about two glips away from him. Let's start the whole thing again. Because by the time by the time I got to the guitar breaks, mm-hmm. the riff, uh, solo, solo. I, I thought and my voice is coming back somewhat. You know? Yeah, I noticed towards the end your what your voice had warmed up, and yeah. you were and like, so I, 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 I thought, will I be breaking the curfew? Blah blah blah. And I thought, no, I just go. But I was two glicks away from saying, you know what? Fuck this! I'm going to start again. I said he should have done. Should have. But, 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 then put... I, but then I don't know what to say for the best. I don't know whether I'm overdoing my time. We're going to pay, yeah. a, you know, pay a fine or whatever. Did you guys see what Marilyn Manson did the next I, night? I heard. No, what, what did, did he, he do? do? Okay, first of all, I have to say, like, the wheelchair just cracks me up. He's turned this wheelchair, and it's like a church, because you know how he got injured with the set? Yeah. But he's got these poor guys wheeling him around in, like, nursey, like, medical outfits. Yeah. It just, it's too a bit too cheesy for me, but it also brings out the side of why, like, you love Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I love but Marilyn. I love him. He's He's bloody great, but... His his timing and his choice of having the theatrics of the gun microphone might not have been so great, especially that we were in San Bernardino, which is home to one of the largest American mass shootings of terrorism. Yeah, and but, but, but I just it, it, too soon. Well, you know who else has got the gun on a microphone is the guy from Five Finger Death Punch. No, them? it's no, it's not like that, Mum. This is like one that he holds and he holds the side and the microphone. Yeah, but, is but, in but it, you know, like, you know, oh. you know, it's supposed to have a firework display. On my in my show, and we said no way. Oh, because the the popping, like yeah. yeah, yeah, too soon, too soon. It's just too soon. But 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 but, but you know there was all armed snipers everywhere. I know, I saw them. Where really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Where? Yeah. Do you know it's the on the truck? Oh wow, that's um, awesome. Do you know? America, I'm amazed. That, yeah. I'm amazed that they, you can still get a, 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 oh, fire, I, a firework thing. I, I, um, you know, seeing as I am a sworn officer, I had all my stuff with me. I had my my vest. I had my medical kits. I had everything with me. Oh, do, do you know? Yeah, I think there was about. 10 By the way, snipers. my son's a cop now. But they, <laughs> we were talking about um, on the Jack. show about bulletproof. Rucksacks yeah. that people, yeah. this that guy's right? making, and he said that everybody should have one. And I said, I want a bulletproof cape. Um, so I have, I actually in my backpack, I take to work. Mom, you'd I walk have... like Darth Vader if you had a bulletproof no. cape. No, I'll show great. you. I'll, I'll after this. Oh, the thing I'll... that pops out that yeah, you can no, get I, under. I have this. I have a. I have in my backpack. I bring to work. I have a bulletproof. Um, it's like a ballistic uh, plate in it, and it weighs less than a pound. It's totally malleable. It's like whatever. Is anyone yeah. else going to realize how fucked up it is that we're even having this conversation? That you actually have to take make preparations like that because yeah, this is a possibility nowadays. You want to know so- what's funny? I got that backpack stolen at one point, and I went, I had my laptop in, and I filed the police report, and I was logging everything, and and I the cop, and the cop was like, oh well, what else was in there? And I was like, oh, I had a I had a ballistic plate in it. And he looked at me like, what? He's like, why do you walk around with a bullet? And I was like, I was like, why do you walk around with a bulletproof vest on? And he's like, well, in case I get shot. I was like, exactly. He's like, why do you need to bother about getting shot? I'm like, because we live in L.A. Like, why? I mean, it happens. Remember a couple of years ago, Sunset and Vine? I think it's Vine? more of a thing. We live in the what world. Was the name of that, what was the name of that young girl? Many years ago, the guy, she went down to the guy and he shot her dead. It was from a six o'clock sitcom. I'm talking a long time ago. Oh, yeah, it was a stalker, and the girl went to her front door, and he just shot her dead. Uh, yeah. It happens. Well, I All mean, the time. I mean, ra- random acts of violence aren't that random anymore. Like, what, it happens. Wh- the, the gun thing has got, got to be changed, man. There was something. Oh, gonna... don't get Jack started on this one, Dad. <laughs> it is a slippery slope.
Because here's the thing: the same group of people that are saying take away the guns. I'm take not, away I'm the not guns. saying take away the guns. The guns are already here. They just need no, to figure no. out how to deal what with I'm it. What I'm saying is, the caliber. I mean, the, you cannot tell me that those guns that were used to kill them people at that in Vegas. Could be, were you... He made them. He bought everything legally and then made them. Oh, did, is it, did it come out that they were builds? Yeah, that's what I read online, oh, but wow. then again, I read it online, so I don't know how real that right. is. I got I to look into that. I know that he, well, the reason, he, there's a whole big screw up with him. Like the, the, yeah, but the, the, milit- but the thing is, like, how do you know if a guy's mentally unbalanced? Or, or... So herein lies, the, herein lies the big issue is when when is HIPAA, um, because essentially your your mental health records are protected by HIPAA. So the federal government is not allowed to access your mental health records without your permission. So it's yeah, this yeah. whole thing about, well, how do you determine someone is of a sound state and mind? If you've been institutionalized for anything, mentally, mental, if you've entered a mental facility for anything, you're not allowed to own a gun. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. There's more well, then people. we're all fucked. Well, no, there's a, I think it's within the last, like, four years or something. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean it's a caliber that I'm on. If, if they which have one caliber... Not, not a rifle. I mean, uh, nine millimeter. Okay, to that point, there was a shooting at Virginia Tech. A guy went in there with two nine millimeter handguns, and he shot eighteen people and killed them. So it it comes. It re- the the most deadly round in America is a twenty two. The smallest tiny. It's like a little pea. Kills more people than any other round. Why? Why? Because what happens is when it it, it number one, it will go through uh, bulletproof vests because the bullet is so small, the fibers of the vest can't catch mm-hmm. it. But then when it enters the body, it bounces around because of the your bone structure. Like a pinball. So it's like a pinball inside and just causes <gasps> insane damage. Why would somebody want to invent something like that? Because it was it was designed as like a vomit round. It was initially designed a vomit round to shoot like rats. It was a, it's a little time. It was designed to shoot squirrels and rats. You know them air rifles I have. It's the same size. Oh, yeah. Same size. They're, they're t- 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 22s. Yeah. So it's a My really. My leg knows that as well. Oh yes, right. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. For the record, I'll get the violin. When I was like eleven, I was shooting an air rifle in the backyard, and Kelly ran in front of me, and I shot her in the leg. So technically, I have shot someone. But it went through the leg, and it went straight through my calf. <laughs> through and through. It's the way you want it. You know what? That wasn't the worst part of it. The burning after. No, that I thought that was pretty bad up until they went to clean it in that old antique hospital in England. Where they didn't have a working X-ray machine, so they got this huge long Q-tip wrapped it in gauze, dipped it in uh, iodine, and then poked it through and out the other side. And he said to me, to ensure Miss Osborne, there's no shrapnel in there. And I go, shrapnel? It's not the Second World War. <laughs> well, hey, bullets fragment. So, but anyway, to the uh, we should probably stay away from guns because now it's going to be a whole and, and, fucking and, thing. But um, and, and anyway, Osborne was it good? Uh, no, I, I, I've I've done better, a lot better. But it, 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 I couldn't get warmed up. It was mm. like it was a bit of a bit of a wind when when I was, you know. And you've been really upset since. Mm. You've been sulking. Yep, he's been. Well, in a hello. Real bad... I think that that just goes to show how much Dad loves what he's doing because he couldn't give the fans the best show he wanted to give them. Give him a break. No, I'm not saying he's just been. You, you are. Know, <laughs> you're always picking on me. Oh, um. I'm waiting waiting for the the love of my life to come home. (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) Well, Um, I do love my wife. Kelly, what's... Thank you. I love my wife, but you can have her. (laughs) Yeah, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a magazine. I love my wife, but you can shag her. (laughs) Classic. Classic bit of uh, men's smut. 
Um, Kelly, what's your week been? What's been going on? Um, I'm still moving. Oh, your birthday. Yeah, so I had my birthday since the last. Um, yeah. And you've had yours. My my birthday's technically today. Although... Yay. Happy birthday. No. Keep coming song. back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had my birthday. I'm still moving. Still looking for the right truck I want to buy. Fun. Uh, have you... We've been spending a lot more time together, which we has have. been awesome. Been hanging out a bunch. And do you know what I love the most, Jack? What? How Andy will only come to me now if you're not there. Oh, that's good. It so, makes me feel so special. It's a good sign because she's the best. She gives the best cuddles. I mean, I mean. So Pearl, Andy, Andy's, Andy's my daughter, my my youngest daughter. She's just a little and, over two. And Andy is very, she knows who she likes and she knows who she doesn't. And if you try and pick her up when she doesn't want you to pick her up, she goes insane. She's very strong-willed. She can be very oh, difficult, but she's well, awesome. Um, Pearl on Saturday night. <laughs> if you see somebody wave, I mean, it's me. Yeah, Paul, Paul looked at my dad before he went on stage going, if you see me waving at you, it's me waving. <laughs> oh, that was so cute. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And then she stood on the side of the stage and after oh, every know, song I, waved I, I, at dad. I love our grandchildren. I adore them. They're good kids. They're really funny. They're the bestest. The bestest um, in the world. How was your birthday, Kelly? Did you have fun? It was really fun. It was um, one of the games of the Dodgers World Series. and Kind of took precedence. Well, we we watched the game. I, I oddly enough got really into it. I, I like watching baseball more than any other sport. I think, mm. and it was it was really fun to you see. You like baseball? I like watching it. Kelly likes trucks and baseball. God, I'm really turning it into an American. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really. It's nice to see everyone get excited over something, and yeah, because it's like. I feel that so many people are so divided on what they think is right in this country. And then to see everybody come together in L.A. for the game was great. There was just a great vibe everywhere. Everybody was up, happy, and it was good. good Apart from me and you, because we don't really like sport much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like the guy that looks like the Lion King on there. Which one? The guy with the big red beard? Yeah. They all have like big burly beards. I was beards contemplating now. being him for Halloween, and then I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I found this really. Kelly, that's old... appropriation of gingers, okay? <laughs> well, I'm technically a ginger right now, in case you hadn't noticed. Yeah, you're <sighs> strawberry like blonde. Ish. You're strawberry blonde. It looks good, by the way. I like it. I'm. I can't wait to go. I'm. <laughs> this is how like much of a diva I can be. I asked Mum if I could go back to London with her next week so that Daniel could fix my hair. Oh, so that's a that's a hair uh, place. Daniel Galvin is like one of the first hairdressers. And colorist in in the world to get um, an O is it OBE he got yeah. from the Queen yeah, so and Lino so... who gave me my first haircut so I, and I still go to him I really can't wait to go you, back. You've in. been going to him since you're like two years. Of two age. years old, yeah. He's cut my hair once Didn't a year. Didn't you sit next to the princess, princess Diana? Princess Diana one time when she was getting her hair done, it was awesome. Really? Yep. Yeah, she used to go there. That's cool. So walking into the house, what's the deal with these? There's a picture of a coyote in the driveway. What's going on with the coyotes in the yeah, driveway? They've just been everywhere. We had two of them walking up and down in the driveway. And then the uh, other uh, morning, one jumped over the fence when you know Saba was there. Who's and Saba? It, Saba. Oh, Saba. So Saba's a woman who works for the family. Saba has been our housekeeper for years. And like one of those people in an AA meeting when they don't introduce them themselves, and you're like, who are you? 
Who are you? Well, no, because people are like Saba. <laughs> who the fuck is Saba? Saba is. You have to contextualize everything. Wonderful housekeeper that's been with us for sixteen years. She's more like your lady in waiting. Oh, shush. And um, I love the way you say shush, but it's one hundred. But you know what? Didn't I know. Move. The thing. Just the thing wasn't frightened. Stared, stared her out. But, you, but you know, you know what? I was, uh, we were all going. Why? Where are they coming from? Because when we moved into these houses, I, I remember thinking, "Oh no, coyotes are dog." You know where they're coming from? Where? The, the golf course. No, they're not. I guarantee the you the fi- golf course. The fires. The fires. Sure, but I guarantee you they're nesting at the golf course up the street. Yeah, they and are. And I think it's because of the neighbor next door who doesn't want to buy a new fence and just puts chicken wire up, <laughs> and they're coming over from there. That's what happens when you guys live in the hood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then Saba came to work the other morning, and there was three of them walking down the street. How, uh, how big was the fence that jumped over? 17 foot. It wasn't built by Donald Trump either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but is it a big fence? Big fence, yeah. But <laughs> then we were doing, I went online and read this whole thing about coyotes, and they they can jump up to 17 feet. They don't jump. They, they scratch as scratch they jump. Up, yeah. yeah. And they said that they can get but you know, through anything. But what are you, you guys know what? Do? No matter what you brought up to stone, something coming in. If they want to get in, they'll find a way. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you brought. Landmines there. It'll still, still, if they want something, they'll get it. I bet you I can figure out a way to stop them. Yeah. Oh, nope. yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do, Do not kill Does them. anyone want a coyote pelt? <laughs> What's um, a coyote pelt? Skin, like animal skins. Uh. You call them pelts. But yeah, um, I mean, if he kills my... That's like having a dog pelt. one of our dogs, Have you? Dead. Coy- okay, so I get it. Coyotes is kind of a dog, but those things are not dogs. They are horrible, stinky, gross... Coyotes suck. They're the worst animals. You suck. But um, they, you know, they all have a right to live, but not on my does. Uh, it's true. Um, so what are you guys going to do about it? We're getting special fences put up. We're going to do like 12 feet fences. But, and, you know. Because uh, here's the weird thing, right? So I'm sure there's some fence ordinance in your area where they're like, oh, you, they're probably. Six foot. So they're like, okay, but it's illegal to kill a coyote in, in the city. Mm-hmm. So you're like, so wait a second. I can't put a fence up to stop the thing from coming in to kill my animals, but I can't kill it and I can't put up a fence. Yeah, but, but, so uh, it's really quite a predicament. Like a friend of mine just had her like... Yeah, what's a predicament? Her like favorite cat eaten by a coyote and she's a total yeah. like Greenpeace yeah. hippie, lovey, you know, vegan and yeah. lets everyone know about it. Um, <laughs> and it's like she's really torn because she's like, I want to kill this motherfucker. That just ate my cat. Oh, Jack, d- your dad and I say every night if that went and and killed our one of our animals again, because remember what happened you, we to lost, Lulu? Yeah, we lost what four oh, or five animals to. Yeah, and I just, I just at this Mo, particular Gus, time, yeah, puss, they got like, all our cats. Yeah. I, I said to, I said time, to one, I couldn't take it. I, I couldn't. Take I said it. to one of the. the if bob, anything happened to my dog, that's why you'd have to put me in a loony bin. You know no, that. I right? said to Bob that. What if I get a bow and arrow or what? He goes, A you bow can't... and arrow? Yeah. Yes. They make no noise. You know. A crossbow. Mm-hmm. Or... <laughs> How would I know? Oh, because So, yeah, listen, know. son. And he Sorry, goes, Dad. He goes, well, what if he deflects? Oh, what do you mean? I'm, it's a floor. He deflects. It's somebody in the chest. You're done. Oh, it's not going to do but... that. Yeah, well, it'll, hit the, it'll go into the grass. But I don't, I don't know what the... If I don't, Dad's shooting I don't know, know what happens because you can kill coyotes... You, but not so, in the city. It's like insane. You're like, but if but, it, you know why? Because they don't like gunfight at the old coyote. Yeah, and it's and they are prote- There's some weird protection with them, and they. You're right. They don't want people discharging firearms and bow and arrows in the middle of cities. 
Um, but so, so you know, there again, what you said earlier on, it's okay for the fucking thing to go and eat my, my yeah, cat. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And what, 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 what chance did the fucking cat have? Well, yeah, the thing is, a cats have a right to live too. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, what do you, what do, yeah. you do? I it's, guess it's... it's cool don't, you remember that, don't you remember that scene when we, had, when we were doing the Osbournes and about like, security guy got me to fill the fill chicken, the chicken with, with, yeah, with antifreeze? No, but they, they would... Do you remember they used to come and look at us through the door? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would uh, come up to the garden uh, remember door one and night you see, Remember one night you said, yep. we've left one of the dogs? That's yeah, the, and it was a car They're right empty. up to the window. <sighs> they're bullshitting. Yep, well... But, yeah... Hey, there's, there's always a way to fix this problem. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, but not going to poach. They, not going to poach they, a coyote you, in the middle of Los Angeles. Not going to do it. Just liar. saying. Having a joke. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, you guys ready to chat with Big Dave? Oh yeah. yeah bring him, bring him on. Go on go Send on. in the rave. Dave the rave. He's got his script written on it. Big Dave. Introduce yourself, Big Dave. Well, well I, I'm Big Dave. I've known the Osbournes <laughs> since 1996? Oh, if you were allowed to stay home from school, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, um, so how, what is your – so people who don't know, describe your relationship to the family. How did you come into the fold? What's your backstory? Who is Dave Moscato? That's it. Um, I came in in 1996, and it was just as a lark because – your dad was having his retirement tour, or retirement sucks, I think, in 96, and he... <laughs> That's when they find out that dad wasn't sick. No, this is retirement sucks. This is the return. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me just explain. So my dad was diagnosed wrongfully with multiple sclerosis, which is slightly ironic, uh, in the early 90s and was told that he could no longer tour. So when he was told he actually didn't have MS, that's when he came out of re- uh, retirement and went on the retirement sucks tour. Was the return? That's what I said when they found out he wasn't sick and he came back. Came back, ro- rose from the ashes. <laughs> so You're a good vampire. They had previously dude. had another um, transportation company, and I guess they got fired the next time that they came around. And my company that I worked for, they they worked with artists, and a fax came through. At like eleven o'clock at night, I still remember this, and it was like Ozzy Osbourne at Teterboro Airport. And I remember, I was like, oh, that's my fucking job. I said, I'm taking that one. And then <laughs> that was it. It was either for better or worse. I'm here 21 years later, but definitely for the better. And, uh, you know, I didn't have no idea you were working for us. That's so fucked up I was. Yeah, you so did, you just thought did, I was hanging around or something. How long did you drive, drive the family in New York? It was from 96 until 2000. And then what happened in 2000? How did that? Because when you were at a show in Vegas... Well, yeah, what happened was I was driving your dad, and um, your mom and dad asked if I wanted to come see the show in Vegas. They were doing the warm-up show at the Hard Rock. So they were like, oh, we know your mom lives out there, and you, you want to come to the show. So I was like, fuck yeah, go to the show. <laughs> I got So I got met you in the afternoon and went to go pick up the f- laminates my friends. 
And that's when you, Sharon asked me, she was like, do you want to uh, come watch? We're looking for somebody to watch Jackie Kelly on the road. And I was like, she was like, well, you know, I was like, I've never done anything like that before. And she's hmm. like, well, you passed 99% of the test because the kids like you. So, hmm. so, and then, um, so I went out on the road and I was halfway through the tour in a typical Osborne fashion. Everybody's like, dude, you're going to LA. We hear you moving to LA. You're going to LA. You're going to have a good time in LA. And I didn't hear one word about moving to LA. And then like, <laughs> Sharon came back like two weeks into Ozzy's tour and she's like, Oh, yeah. I was like, what's going on with this L.A. thing? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to ask you. Do you want to move out to the house in Beverly Hills and, like, take care of Jackie Kelly? So it was, like, very <laughs> matter-of-factly. So uh, that was it. I came home from the summer tour, and I packed up my stuff for about a month, and I drove out to mm. Beverly Hills, literally, like, the Beverly Hillbillies, because I was right across the street from the Beverly Hills Hotel when I pulled up in my custom van. In your custom van. <laughs> your big old van. van. In your rapist van. That's it. Now, yeah. if people who don't know Big Dave, a lot of fans of dads and the sh- you know remember the show back in the day, Dave was around. But uh, for those of you who don't know who Dave is, Dave's, what are you, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, six, Sorry, 6'5". Six five. Five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot of hair. No, we used to have hair. That's what. Lock, lock. That's have, it. Um, and very uh, tall ominous figure who used to drive me and Kelly to school in his big custom van blaring, uh, it was either Tom Jones, Elvis, or like the, the Misfits. Misfits. Um, and it was uh, quite entertaining to say the least. So that glorious day when Kelly got her license and, ah, a, yeah, and a PT Cruiser with purple and pink flames. Oh and, and I ch- had the sickest car. <laughs> and a chihuahua. The, 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 that's that up for debate. Like, that when she'd me. make me drive them to school. She'd make me pick her up in the PT Cruiser so with Martini. So I driving back with Martin. It was Martin and Lulu and my two chihuahua dogs. I love them so much. And... Dave would be waiting for me outside of my school and he was so huge he had to put the seat all the way back (laughs) where if we took the front seat out he could probably still drive the car sitting from the back seat and he'd get so angry at me but I was I had to get my driver's license so any chance I could get to practice driving on the way back was I took it it's funny well it's like you know when you when you go to school and like you're a kid and you tell your parents not to like, drop you a block away. I was asking Kelly if I could stay a block or two away <laughs> to pick her up. <laughs> Do you mind if I actually just leave it here and I'll walk yeah. back to the car when it comes time for you to leave? Uh, Dave, um, what did you think when mom, well, like, when she said, hey, do you want to be a Manny? Like, were you like, uh, no? Or, like, did, did you have any apprehension? Oh, no, like- I was, I was going to do it, even though if I didn't even know how to do it. Because that's kind of like... Kind of the role I've now that I look back on it, kind of the role I've played with you guys. Like, oh, well, we can't figure somebody to do it. We'll just get Dave to do it. <laughs> that is so true. No, how does that make you feel, Dave? I can remember. Well, it makes me feel good. So. When you used to pick us all up from the airport and take us around the city, and the kids would be throwing shit at you, screaming at you. And you would still be driving like nothing was going on. Yeah, nothing. You, very little phase. You weren't yeah. that bad. Yeah, like you used to pull on the devil lock all the time that when was I was me. driving. I did do that. Yeah, but I have a question. Out of all the kids, who was the most difficult? Um, you can be honest. I would say I say you. Uh, well, you you were in the beginning because you never wanted to go to school. When I say you, that means Jack. Jack never wanted to go to school. It got to the point where I'd be like. 
all right, dude, you just have to get up and ask your mom and dad if he could stay home because I'm not going to try to keep dragging you out of <laughs> to go to school. But then I got, like, older Kelly going out on tour and stuff, so then we had that whole thing, you know, so that was just I like was I think dream. you were kind of equal. I think you were kind of equally as bad and annoying. <laughs> I think you probably both won the same amount of fights with I each said other. All the kids, huh? <laughs> <laughs> of all the kids, I had a babysitter nanny. So let's say that. right. Um, now, so were you just like, all right, yeah, I'll totally look after the kids on the tour? Well, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like the the moving out thing I didn't know about. So I was like. They were like, all right, just make sure that they can get on the bus and look, they need somebody to look after them. And then I remember you two, like, motherfuckers, the first <laughs> fucking day. The first day I saw you, like, doing the little whispers, and you were up on top, and I just see the two of you, like, walk separately, and you're like, well, he can't, like, he can't watch both of us. And then you guys are going separate directions. Yeah, hey, you know what? Divide and conquer. Divide yeah. and conquer. But then I realized, you know, a couple... You know, a week or two in, I realized that the hate breed bus was the place to go to yep. find yep. you guys. So. Yeah, probably. That was, or... Uh... God, who's, but it was Incubus, hate breed. Um, it depends whether Sepultura was on the tour or not. Because yeah, Soulfly. Soulfly. There was Sepultura and Soulfly kids we would hang out with. Um, yeah, there was all sorts. It depends what bands... A lot of bands, tomfoolery. It depends what bands were on the second stage, really. Perhaps the used. Oh, very funny. <laughs> used up. <laughs> oh, how about no? We don't need to go there. Um, I just remember being chafed, and I, that was like, if you asked me, like, oh, well, I remember this. I was like, oh my god, this is what every day is gonna be like. My inner thighs were on fire. <laughs> it's called gig butt. Oh my god, <laughs> well, I no, love that's, it. no, it has nothing to do with the butt. The inner leg, front inner leg. Is almost, I'd rather have gig butt than flaming thighs. I was like, oh my god, how is this gonna do? Go I remember every day? chafed Dave <laughs> for <it>. sure. <laughs> In one, in one form of the word or another. <laughs> Chafed Dave. I have this distinct memory of you walking onto a tour bus and you had these big like parachute pants on. It was the early 2000s. And y- you kind of waddled in like you just got off a horse and you were just going, oh, my legs, my legs are so chafed. And you had like baby powder and like lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you remember what was it like? The Lubriderm lotion he used to carry around with him to try and I re- moisturize his thighs. I, re- I, that was, I, I had to learn some stuff over there. I remember when you, when you first, because it was Florida, that was the first gig. Yeah, West Palm Beach. Do you remember that hotel with the cool um, bar and situation, the swimming pool with the waterfalls? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I remember the... Uh, um, <laughs> that first day, and I was thinking, like, dude, I don't know if this guy's gonna last, because <laughs> you just seemed so like I don't know what I meant to do. And mom was just kind of like, "Oh, you're here, great, there you go, figure yeah, it out." Yeah, that's the, that's the, the Sharon the Sharon manual's like one page long, it's and it just up. says just says your job title, and then it's like, well, if you don't know it, you'll be out, and if you know it, you'll be here for that's a while. Right. So. That's what I used to <laughs> say to everyone. This is your title. If you don't. Do well, you're out. And if you do well, you've got a job forever. That's it. <laughs> what and was... people still have jobs from that. Like yeah, no, Dave, Dave. It's true. Michael, John, Lynn. Dave, Dave's still kicking it. Dave, Dave Melinda. came on. Dave uh, came on World Detour this mm-hmm. year. He was he was part of the security detail, and and uh, maybe uh, some inspiration as well. That's right. Yeah. And you and cameos. Dave makes some cameos. cameos. He uh, delivered my daughter. He found Jack's ring. No, no, my Aussie's ring. Don't give away that. That's a whole other thing. There was a, there's a, there's a, it's like Lord of the Rings in uh, World Detour this year. Um, 
Did you, I mean, were you, were you okay with being a Manny? He had no fucking choice, did he? Uh, yeah, it was, it did, didn't really matter to me. I was fucking going out to like California, Beverly Hills and working for Ozzy. You know, that was like everybody at home. It's the only way I got a pass from not working for the union and back <laughs> home in New York. Cause all my friends are union guys and they were like, what do you mean? I was like, well, it's Ozzy. They're like, oh, okay. So I got a <laughs> pass. I said, hey, we hire union guys all over the world, so it's all right. <laughs> so what year What year was this? When Was it 2001 you came on? 2000. 2000. October 17th, 2000. Wow. And that's yeah. why I, I, I knew it was going to be wacky, too, because I told them when I was, told you guys when I was coming out, and John calls me a week early. He's like, dude, where are you? You're supposed to be here. John, John from the office yeah. as well, so... He's like, you're supposed to be here already. I was like, no, I'm not. It's supposed to be the 17th. And then I found out he was the one that was having to watch you guys in the interim. <laughs> so that's why he was like, hey, get out of here. Quick. He's like, seriously, fuck this. <laughs> Help me, yeah. Dave. Uh, so what, 2000? Yeah, so I was, uh, Kelly was about to turn 16. I was about to turn 15. I swear you were working with us before that. Yeah, no, 96, because that's what I used to draw. We used to come to the but Manhattan. When, but when Dave became Manny. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, so what would you do, like, for people who don't know, like, what was your typical day when you were mannying us, like, on the road? On the road? What would be, first of all, we have to get up to make bus call, so that's a whole... You can... Can I, okay, can <laughs> I just say... Bus call? No, can I just say that I don't want people who are listening to this thinking that we just sent you two on the road without us. You had your own bus. We did. So that was the thing. You had your own yes. bus, but you were in our hotels. We all went to the same place. Yes. But you could scream, go crazy, have your friends with you on your own tour bus. And we had ours. Mum, that just makes it sound worse, actually. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, what's worse is they had their, Jack and Kelly had their own tour bus, and then they had to separate because they were fighting so much. I'm going to explain this real quick. This was during the height of OzFest, so it was kind of 1998 to 2004. That was when OzFest was like cranking and we were touring for months on end in the summer. And The first week or two, I remember we went through like four or five bus drivers that couldn't handle you guys. And then once there was one guy, forget his name, it was the two guys. Once the Poland spring bottles were whapping off the front, front bus window and the guy was like, he was like, oh, I think you dropped this. I was like, all right, well, we're going to be, you're going you're gonna to last. And he was walking the dogs. So that was good. Remember the one who took his belt off and chased us up the freeway because he said he was going to whip us with his belt? If you're oh, a Mac kid, right. I'd whip you with oh, my that's belt. When they turned the, uh, that's when they turned the power off on your bus. Remember that? The guy, the bus <laughs> yeah. driver did. And, like, when we'd have meltdowns, he would turn the power. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Dad, how does this make you feel? He was a nutter, that driver. Yes. He was crazy. So were we, but so. Oh my God. <laughs> Dad's just like, I'm tired. Quiet. I'm tired. We, did, we see we're boring him. He's been talking no, him to no, sleep. No, I mean, carry on, guys. I've got an easy gig today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just tired. I mean, Dad so we, had to get up early today. An early start. It wasn't that early. It was about like seven, six early. Seven. So when you moved back to LA, I remember then it was like, okay, back to school routine, no more touring, all that kind of shite. <laughs> And <laughs> so that, yeah, that day would be like yeah, drop one. Well, it usually wasn't drop both you off at school because you usually didn't both we go didn't the go same day. We didn't go to the days. same school. Yeah, but you both went to school or sort didn't of. go to school. I I was better. You at didn't that have than to go Jack. to summer school though, right? No. no. Do you remember my you re, did. Do you remember my detention? 
Yeah, Dave, my detention. Dave works on Saturdays now, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got detention basically for the last nine weeks of school. Every Saturday and Sunday, I had to go to school. Wasn't that because you were selling? No, that wasn't. I wasn't. I never sold anything. No, <laughs> ah! that doesn't sound no. good. No, the only thing selling I ever sold... magazine subscriptions. <laughs> Jack got mushrooms from the Gelsons. Yes, at, uh, I did sell. I did he sell. Got, he got dried herbal mushrooms from the Gelsons at Century City, and then sold them to a kid and said they were magic mushrooms. Yes, this like dumb kid. This kid at the mall was acting all tough, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I get like schwaced." and like all this stuff and i was like oh dude you want some shrooms and he's like yeah bro how much and i was like oh like 40 bucks or whatever and so i went down to gelson's and i bought fake just dried mushrooms put them in a ziploc and sold it to this dumb kid <laughs> probably gave him the shits or something <laughs> well at least you went to gelson's and it wasn't like you know the 99 cent store ones or something. it wasn't ralph it was yeah. john's instead of Von's. can i can i share my favorite dave story yeah. Okay, when I was in rehab one time, get off, I'm playing Bubble Witch. I've got Kelly is over here fucking playing Bubble Witch <laughs> while we're doing, just so everyone know, Kelly is playing a fucking game on her phone while we're podcasting. I'm, you know, but look how I can do two things at once. And I was Bubble talking Witch when is you called. Advertising. <laughs> um, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you not by Bubble Witch. But it could be. Um, I love Bubble Witch, but anyway. I was in rehab at Los Encinas. What is that? Sorry, That's you... your phone. Ah! That's your fucking phone. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Curse you. Okay, so I was in rehab at Los Encinas, and it's where they ended up filming that weird rehab show for VH1. Mm-hmm. And is that the celebrity one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Dave came to see me every day. Every day Dave came and visited every me. Every day? I don't think it was every no, day. No, it was pretty much every day. You brought me food. Because I didn't oh, want yes. to eat the food there. Yeah, you know, at least four to five times. <laughs> <laughs> I needed weekends off. Like, or else it was like I was in rehab. And I was there so much. <laughs> and there were these like, the, the big thing was Marilyn Monroe went there. But it was like probably nice when she went there. But it was disgusting when I went there. And Dave was looking at the wall. And he's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, it's the fire alarm. Don't touch that. And he goes, no, what is this? Click. And now this rehabilitation. No, let's not make it like I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, this little piece of tinfoil, like this little steel thing, that's what's holding it. And like, I literally touched this thing. And, and the it was rehab gone. is attached to a uh, mental institution. And he clicked. <laughs> There's the... a swinging gate in the middle, like you could just go back and forth. <laughs> no, honestly. And he clicked the fire alarm, and then they had to evacuate the entire mental institution and rehabilitation center. And everyone was like in lines, and there was like some real people who, God bless them, were very touched and really like suffering, having to like line up and like like single file lines and be counted and they were freaking out and I'm just sat there in the grass being like oh my god I can't believe this has just happened (laughs) I reverted back to a six year old who was like it wasn't me it wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) oh who did that Uh, Dave did you ever try and discipline us I uh, I think I try to discipline with respect I think yeah you got more you yeah. got more uh, mouthy. Uh, wait, I think you and I kind of, yeah, I remember. That was my Oh, dinner. no, you too. You too. Remember uh, I was a was... New York cocksucker? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? You fucking New York cocksucker. Get That's the fuck the... out of here. I remember that oh. day. Okay, I'm sorry. That <laughs> was a walkie 
that was you one. Did. But that was our. That was that our, was one time. One time. Defense. One time. Jack was every day. I was one time. That's why you remember it. <laughs> that, and that was that weird. I, I won't fully blame you because that was that weird time in the Sunset Marquee. Oh remember when you lived there? There was always a weird yeah. vibe in that yeah, place. Yeah, it was kind of dark. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> New York cocksucker. <laughs> I'm not. This, <laughs> this is you. I'm not going today, Dave. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> it, was always, it was always about the school thing with you. Dude, yeah. school fucking sucks. I think no. that, Dave, that was my dinner. And you go, hey, bud, I'll give you 25 cents for another one. <laughs> the ramen incident. Yeah. Oh, that right. was at the first house. With Tank. That was at 906 North Beverly Drive. Yeah. I loved that house. You or did? Like, or- mm. I drove past the other day and I saw people pulling out the driveway. I thought about stopping being like, Hey, I used to live there. Oh, do you know what? An Arab guy bought it from us, and he's still there. Wow. I see him sometimes the same in the dude? hotel. Same dude. His Which parents. Which that the one we next to the Pat Boone? Yeah. yeah. And the you guy. You love that house? Yeah, I did. And the guy that bought it, his parents bought it, and now he's kind of taken it over. Nice. The younger you son. Like, They're you very like nice. The, I, I didn't think you liked that house. I did. I did. I That's why you saw it. Anyway. No, I didn't like the traffic yeah. outside, but I loved the house. I was happy there. It was fun. All right, so quickly, let me just set up the house. Uh, it was on Beverly Drive and Sunset Boulevard, like right on the intersection. There was tons of traffic, and I mean, it wasn't the most secluded place, and it was right across the street from the Beverly Hills Hotel. Kelly was throwing the furniture out the window. Yeah. What did I do that for? You had a wobbler and you were trying to throw your furniture out the window and it was <laughs> and it was rush hour and people were driving down Beverly, right, at rush hour. Are you sure that was yes. me? Yes, and she's yes. trying to get chairs and throw them out the window at the front of the house on the on the second floor and people are, like, slowing down looking at her. That was are you sure? Well. No, I'm thinking that that might have been... No, that was you. Uh, wow. That was I only had the tumble. I had one bloody chair in my room. Oh, you had no furniture. Oh, no, I had a massive threw it bed. Out in the street. Yeah, exactly. Beanie <laughs> babies everywhere and one chair. Oh, I remember that room like in the back of my hand and my long shag carpet. I loved it. Yeah, it was a cool room. Yeah. But no, I, I I don't think that was me. Oh yes, it was you. Mm. Oh yes. No. Um oh. I'm going to go ahead and lean towards Wait, so what the fight, other one. What fights did we have, Dave? I know the like, we never the had, like, blowouts. It was more just, like, trying to get you to do stuff yeah. that you were supposed to do. All the press times when it was, like, time to take you for Osborne interviews and all that. Like, yeah. not, you weren't always, like, argument. School, you were pretty much always argumentative about I just, that. I just liked to party. I'm sorry. Being a Manny was fucking awesome. So, Dave, when you went from being a Manny to then working on the tours and working more with Dad... What was the, what what was that? How did that come about? Uh, it came about, I think, because Sharon saw my aging in the first two years that I was with you guys. So yeah, she Dave just... had a thick head of hair <laughs> yes, when he started with you. No, he didn't. He did. Luscious. I did. It was locks going Lug- down his back. Luscious locks. Yes, and you had it one misfits rock, rock you know, lock. That was you know it. What I, you know what I think, kids. I did everything I could do for your kids at that point, and I had to move on. Though, but you needed someone new. You needed someone else who could broaden your horizons no, as well. I did as well. I did. Who you could torture? Yes. Right. No, no. Hold on a minute. Who has a nanny at 
18 years old. Uh, you weren't 18, you were 16. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. After two years, we didn't need one. Yeah, you oh, did. But maybe you still you did. need one now. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, oh, let's no. talk about no. this. When they said, oh, you can go work onto the band, and then it turned into, can you put on this prosthetic Aussie makeup and hang out, <laughs> hang out of this sleigh? <laughs> oh, I forgot about God, the that was, that was the to... beginning of the, hey, uh, it's like, you know, they say, like Mikey likes it. Well, it's like, let's yeah. get David to do it. Then, But they'll still... But, like, Sharon still wouldn't tell you what you're going to do up there. Like, oh, well, you have to go up to this guy up in North Hollywood. And, like, when you see him, he'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> and then I'm, like, super claustrophobic. But I was like, this is fucking cool. And I'm going to do this. So they were so, like, oh, we could double it up. We could put double the latex on let your me, head. Let me back up a little bit. So during um, the Merry Mayhem tour, Dave... The open of the show would ride around above the audience on this like sleigh that was on a track, <laughs> and Dave would be dressed to look like my dad with full prosthetic makeup on, a wig, the glasses, the jewel, everything. So the audience and you know, to make people remember what tour it was, do you remember on the Osbournes when Dad had that whole thing about bubbles? I'm the Prince That's of Ogden Darkness. Came from. That was the tour that Dave was dressed as Dad on. Yes, but he, he looks about as much like me as I do like him. Do you still have the prosthetic makeup? I, well, the, I have. Like, one, I have one mask, but it's like dried up because <laughs> the guy that did it, Screaming Mad George, he did like the Slipknot yeah. ma- uh, mask. He did a bunch of other stuff, but it was like Plan the Apes. They had like five <laughs> different pieces and they <laughs> paint on my face. And then I remember Ozzy came in. He's like, you look like a fucking fucked up Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 I did give out like three autographs on that tour waiting in the hallway though, like the local local people like, Hey how's it? can we get it off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, man. Sure. Can I just can I just say that Dave was doing it because Aussies like me doesn't like heights. And so because you were riding around on top of the uh, arenas it was so high up and I'm like, No, Aussie'll never do that. Dave will do it. Yeah, but who came <laughs> up with the idea of the sled? Uh... Uh, Probably uh, you. Uh, me. <laughs> well, it was Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love these. Like, Mom's like, yes. And she has the set built before she's even asked Dad. And then they go through the run. Dad's like, I'm not getting in that. Oh, shit. We've got to make someone look like Dad and stick him in a, a sled. <laughs> so I get a six feet in the air. Dave. <laughs> That's it. Well, I was sitting in the sled, so it was all right. Um, any... Do you remember you used to chuck candy at people too? You used to throw. I think what did like... you throw out? Oh, I had like um, no, I had. Water. They, they were like, oh, you could do, and like, I was like, well, what can I do with this? And they were like, well, Sharon's never really said. She's like, just mm-hmm. go up. So I was like, bring in water balloons, and I had like guns I shoot off, and then I could shoot uh dried mashed potato flakes, instant potatoes <laughs> out of the back. That was like the snow. <laughs> so. This is this is just abuse. Well, it's just like when when I when Sharon made me the MC and I didn't know about it. Another <laughs> one. It was like oh, I walk into the first day of the tour and and that's what Jane Holman's like. Oh, we need Dave in the office. And Sharon's like, well, you had this TV thing and she wants you to do. She wants you to MC. I was like, well, I never, what, does, what does she want me to do? And Jane Holman's like, I don't know. Can you just scream fuck as many times as you can in a day? I said. I could do that. And yeah. there it was. <laughs> yeah, Dave Dave was the MC of Ozfest. He used to come out and intro and outro the bands and he was kind of for a while Dave became like the unofficial face of Ozfest. Um what are some of your most memorable sibling brawls between Kelly and I? I have a couple um that come to mind. Well, I think I remember in, I think it was Albuquerque. When he ripped me out of the bunk on the tour bus and I don't know the- what I don't know what the whole fight was cuz they 
they they just start blending into one fight. But I just remember I'm trying to put my sh- put my sneaker on, and I looked at my sneaker, and there was a chunk of Jack's hair in there with oh, like the, with the no. piece of scalp on it. Skill, <laughs> remember that you ripped it out of his mm-hmm. head? Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually don't remember. I remember that. that. It was, no, it was in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, it was yeah. Seattle at the gold. I was the like, there's still flesh on here. Oh, <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. They got right. heated. They got heated. It got heated. What was that about, that fight? I don't even remember. I mean, who remembers a fight from 20 years ago or whatever? I would if my scalp got ripped out. I don't remember. I remember the worst one where I like, got the shit kicked out of me was when <laughs> Jack and I were in the bunk because I was <laughs> playing with him and I kept like pulling his curtain open and leaning down. He's like, stop messing with my coat. I'm watching Aliens. And then <laughs> I did it again. And he's like, right, that's it. He opened my coat and grabbed me from the top and slammed me down on the floor. <laughs> and I was just like, I couldn't even breathe because I was so winded. And it shocked the crap out of me. Right. And then I did like one of the delayed cries where I was like shocked. And basically, I stood up for like 10 seconds and then started to cry. <laughs> basically, uh, <laughs> when, like my kids, when they fall and they think about, am I in pain? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna cry. Um, yeah, delayed tears. Did you? Did you ever? Have you ever wanted to quit, Dave? Like, has there ever been a moment where you're like, "Fuck, I'm so done with this <laughs> I've shit." I've never got to the point where I ever said I want to quit. I've never like the first day I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be tough," but never, never, <laughs> never a quit. Never a quit scene. <laughs> Dave, you're the best. So, let's put this way: if I wanted to quit, I probably would have quit a long time ago. So. <laughs> So what? So post Manny, and then you went to work on the tour. What other jobs did you end up kind of falling into, or being made to do? You did the um, Battle of the Bands. Yeah, we had the the, uh, the post Osborne's Battle for Ozfest show, yep. mm-hmm. which you can still catch on YouTube, people. And then, uh, then that's why I started doing. Then I was oh, after that. Then that's when we started doing the VIP program, where your dad started doing meet and greets and stuff. Yeah. So we started. Doing a bunch of that. So. Dad is still here. <laughs> just to see, you can hear the drinking and the burping in the background. That's Dad. Oh, you're talking about things well, I, don't, I don't know anything about. You what can is... at least go. Ha, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> we gotta have the Aussie drops. Though. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I think that's gonna have to be a. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Or what about, hey, Kel, remember we were in uh, Boston when Jack ate the seafood? (laughs) I didn't know that. And he got so sick. (laughs) And you could could smell him through the room. And then, no, (laughs) the whole way, we went to, remember it was called Legal Seafood? Yeah, it should have been Illegal Seafood. And Jack got so sick. It's it's kind of bad Oh, you felt bad for me? (laughs) I didn't know that. Shut (laughs) the fuck up. (laughs) And... But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Give us a really ass. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know that. You're such a twat. Go on, Kel. What did you get, Jack? Kel, I got food poisoning. And I didn't eat anything because you remember they were all eating steamers and weird things like that. And then <laughs> wasn't that in Boston? Yeah, I and Jack it got Boston. so it was Boston, Boston. Yeah, illegal it was. seafood. I remember the name of the restaurant yeah. because we called them and asked them if their seafood was legal. And, <laughs> and they <laughs> and Jack smelled so bad. He was so pissed because we were in the Four Seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, like and the door opened. It the was door like, opened. No, stop! We... Stop making fun of me! <laughs> yeah. When you 
got like food poisoning and it's like water butt and people are laughing at you. That's not funny. <laughs> I didn't know that. Our sister called the front desk and said that there was a corpse-like smell coming from Jack's room. And while he was on the toilet, he left his bathroom door open. <laughs> I didn't know that. He left his bathroom door open and on the bathroom door there was a mirror. So when they opened his door, they could see him taking a shit through the mirror on the bathroom door. And they went in to see if he was okay, but Jack couldn't answer the door because he was shitting. And it smelled uh, all... Uh, uh, I'm glad I didn't know that. It was in the hallway. That was the worst part. It was in the hallway. I was like, what are you kidding? I was like, this... no, you're not kidding. It is in the hallway. <laughs> um, Dad, Dad, what did you do? Besides not knowing anything, what did you like about having Dave around? I didn't know he was working for, for us for years. I'd go, I'd see him and I'd go... Where did you come from? And you go, oh, well, uh, I've been working for you for 18 years. <laughs> I, 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 I go in, do my gig, and go home. That's been another episode of the Osborne's podcast. Everyone say goodbye. Good night. Good night. Ozzy. Okay. Good night. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Good night from me.